What if there were a world where movies had no direction? The stars would have no direction. We have no direction. The crew would have no direction. What do we do? Thankfully, we have amazing directors like Harrison Woodhead. Underground Aussies presents an interview with Harrison Woodhead. Coming to your speakers or headphones now. You've tuned into Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative, and talented Australians to the surface. Today I'm here in Underground Aussies HQ with one of Australia's up-and-coming film directors, Harrison Woodhead. Thanks for joining me today, Harrison. Hi, thanks for inviting me here. You've worked on some awesome little productions in your time, including Gundawilly Road and, of course, the latest film that you're working on now, Pandorian. Pandorian, yes. What would you say is your favourite film genre to work on? Wow. Um, yeah, well, I only, I've only just kind of worked that out in the last couple of years because, I mean, when you start out... Um, you you're kind of dabbling in in different things and you, you're trying to find find your groove and what makes you tick as a director anyway because you really I think you should be doing um, what you love and carving out your own um, your own sort of style that that's because that's what people are hiring for you for in the end um, but I really kind of gravitated towards magical realism which is um, I just interested in the fantastical elements within real life scenarios. Um, that, that sort of thing really, um, uh, I'm really drawn towards and Pandorian's a much bigger step in that direction than, uh, than Gundawilly was. Um, that's also some, I mean, Gundawilly was more of a, uh, crime, um, sort of adventure comedy sort of thing. Um, with, uh, but, but Pandorian goes much towards that kind of, uh, fantastical elements, um, that just creep into, to normal life. Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative and talented Australians to the surface. We'll get to Pandorian, but with Gundawilly Road, that was released back in 2011, I think. Yeah, the yeah, the start of 2011. It was made mainly in 2010. Yeah. yeah. That film was starring Peter Flaherty and it received great reception Australia-wide. I mean, even winning Best Film at the Melbourne Shortcut Festival. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about Gundawilly Road? Uh, yeah, no, won a lot of um, Best Actor awards as well, um, and he did a fantastic job. Um, it's uh, it's about basically about uh, a man who sees a young girl being kidnapped and then tries to save her, um, but it all goes disastrously wrong. And um, I wouldn't call it it's not a comedy, but it's it's got it's certainly got comedic elements in it, and Peter's a very funny guy. Um, it was really like a serious, dark story written, cast with uh, comedians, and and it, um, it turns out to be a lot of fun. It was um, actually just a graduation project. We we're meant to make a film which is like eight minutes long, um, but you know I never really do what I'm told, <laughs> and we ended up making this half hour film, and everyone was like, "Oh God, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna screw this up," and came out at the end with this half hour film, and it was. It's pretty well received, so that was that was fun to kind of stick it to the man there. But it was really just a student film, and it's and it's become um, something a little bit a little bit more than that. 
You mentioned a bit about Pandorian. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about the movie? That's coming out soon or relatively soon. Look, let's hope so. Um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of out of my hands at the moment. It's in. It's it's very. Um, it's got a lot of visual effects, um, very um, heavy sound design to it. So that's where it is at the moment. Um, Pandorian is is harder to explain. It's um, based around the idea of if you had a. Uh, an MP3 player or a device that could change the style of the film depending on the music it's playing. Um, and so it's it's a little bit meta in that way. Mm. Um, this girl ends up with this device and it's it's kind of infecting her with this um, this disease and her older sister's going to try and figure out what this is, what's going on with her sister, why this thing is what it is and try and stop all these people who are trying to get it from them. Mm. And it's basically a 20-minute... A supernatural thriller about about that those events you mentioned the whole visual effects sort of thing i heard uh, through the grapevine that you have a pretty impressive production crew behind that what sort of people are we talking uh yeah well um we have all our visual effects guys are from uh animal logic and Mm -hmm. fuel vfx which do like iron man 3 um happy feet um, the Avengers, all, the Lego Movie, all those sorts of films. And they were just friends from uni. We were just very lucky to be friends with these people. And that, that was one of the main reasons I went to, I did study, is um, to meet like-minded people who mm. I could work with in the future. And that turned out really well, and they've been fantastic. Um, we have Carl Rowling did all our um, fight scenes. Uh, oh, yeah. He was our fight director. Um, he uh, He's done... Choreographed all the lightsaber fights in Star Wars in episodes two and three, wow. um, and so he he's a heavyweight. He's probably he's probably the best. He's he's the fight guy in Australia. So we were very lucky to get him. I I'd met him through a previous thing, and um, I I offered him a role in the film, and um, he he um, just came on as as fight director as just a matter of matter of course. Fantastic. Um, and from there we we got um, yeah, a lot a lot of other very talented talented people involved in key um, key roles and uh, heads of departments. Um, so very fortunate. And it t- blew up into a much... I mean, we always wanted it to be a big a big thing. Um, uh, that was part of our selling point with it, but um, it turned out to be a lot bigger than we expected. <laughs> yeah. So we had... Uh, we were, there was this one moment when um, we were deciding, trying to figure out how to get these two characters to fly across a room. And I'm thinking... Well, how do we do it on the no budget we have? Um, we just get them to jump out of frame and do a bunch of cuts to make it look look real. And I, I went to um, the cinematographer and he's like, yeah, it, it could work, but it'd be really good if you could get some wires. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this guy, this cinematographer is used to working on the Matrix and all this sort of thing. Um, and then I, I went to um, the visual effects department I've said if we could get wires could you you know get rid of them and do the whole make it all look real and stuff and they're like yeah we do this like every day like, okay okay and so I said to Carl we're gonna try and get these people to jump out of frame because we can't get wires it's like why not like well we can't afford wires it's like yeah yeah my mate will do it I'm like your mate is like yeah he works on Superman and uh, all this other stuff and it's just he, he's, he's the best guy we'll, we'll get him in. he'll do me a favor I was just like okay so uh, we ended up with wires. <laughs> we used them for a lot of other things. That was a lot of fun. Especially I had my little sister, who's who's amazing. Um, but she she was uh, a ten, 
10 at the time. Um, and she's jumping up on these wires. And we have Sophie Luck, who from uh, uh, Home and Away and Blue Water High and this sort of thing. And she, she was really worried about going up. And she's like, Harrison, I, I don't know. <laughs> or she, she, she didn't actually say that to me. She came up to... Uh, to Kyle and was saying, I'm a little bit nervous about these wire things. Um, I'm going to give it a go. And she did because, um, you know, she, she was very committed. She was very brave. But my sister, <laughs> this tiny little girl was just like, I can't wait. I'm going to go up in the air. I'm going to get thrown around. Yeah. Enjoying the show? Hit us up on the social medias or check out our website today at undergroundaussies.com. So you've never worked on anything like that in terms of wires and, and big scenes like that? I certainly haven't directed anything like that before <laughs> that. So that was a bit of, that was an experience for me. I mean, it didn't really change yeah. my job very much at all. I mean, these things are handled by people who know what they're doing. Um, I just need to worry about what it looks like, where the camera's going, how the actors are performing mm. and the rest is handled by itself. I mean, if you can get these amazing people involved, then that sort of thing just happens for you. That's awesome. That would be so much fun to work with. <laughs> With Pandorian, you mentioned you mentioned the budget and things like that. I saw that everything was made possible via Possible, <laughs> the crowdfunding website. Yeah, very good. Nice little pun there. That started out to be an eight thousand was it eight thousand five hundred dollar target. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, it turned out to be a nine thousand five hundred seventy dollar. Yeah, you got the exact figures there. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, my we research, raised, man. We raised more than we more than we asked for, which was great. Um, that's it's a great platform to get things like um this off the ground um where there's no uh you, you, you when you don't have the the connections um and but you've just got a, an idea whether it's a film or something else um it's great that that exists now um we decided to go to possible after we'd already shot the film because um, then we could show people just how cool this was going to look without just showing them pictures and storyboards and things. So we could actually show them a video of like scenes cut from from the film. Yeah, what um, they're getting their money for, well, yeah, exactly. what their money's going to. Exactly. And uh, it, it was a, a combination of some amazing friends that we had, um, uh, a lot of pushing it on, on social media um, for, through which we'd already gained a bit of a... Um, bit of a following um, and also some amazingly generous uh, businesses who chugged in at the last minute and got us over the line. Fantastic. Yeah, so it worked out really well. So how important is social media for a project like that? That's our main form of um, distribution, really. I mean, with a short film, you it's not worth um, getting... Well, no distributor is going to distribute uh, or market a short film. This yeah. is not... Um, it's 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 not worth it. But uh, when you can do it all yourself these days through the internet, which is great. Um, mainly, uh, short films are distributed and marketed through film festivals, um, and that's how they get seen and get known. But you can um, push it yourself through through things like Facebook and and Twitter, and that that's uh, that's really that's really good. So it's really helpful to to show. That's a place where you can show like the behind the scenes stuff and have people actually care. <laughs> Are you a young, budding creative that wants to inspire others? Why not contact Underground Aussies today and get your voice heard? For young Australians who just want to get into the filming industry, what sort of tips can you give them? 
Yeah, well, I, I'm still. Um, I, I wouldn't call myself uh, having made it just yet, yeah. but uh, uh, I'm, I'm on my way. I mean, it's. Um, I've seen a lot of people. What I mean by that is, I've seen a lot of people uh, give up or find out that it's too hard, um, even in you know the first year of university. And I mean that probably happens in a lot of courses. But um, every year the the groups got less and less. Um, after uni, people found the reality of the industry um, quite daunting, um, or or just found it wasn't for them and went into other things, um, and or other areas within film. And, and that's fine. And their lives probably worked out much easier than <laughs> mine will. But um, th- if you want to make it, uh, you just got to be the person who just keeps doing it um, and and not giving up and believing that you can. Um, eventually, you're going to have to convince other people that you can as well. So um, no one's going to give you... like it's, If you want to be a director especially, I mean, with you, other, other roles... Uh, uh, probably you know much easier lives to lead um, than directing, but because uh, other people will give you those opportunities if you if you show that you can if you if you show you you can do something. But with a director, you really need to, or a producer, you really need to um, do things yourself and go out there and and don't be afraid to just make something so that people can see that you can make something. Yeah, of course. Because um, people aren't going to hire you unless you've done something before. <laughs> yeah. No, fantastic. Well, thanks very much. That's probably all we've got time for today. Thanks very much for coming in, Harrison. Best of luck with your creative future, man. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative and talented Australians to the surface. 